Culture Secretary Matt Hancock has congratulated The Sun on its uncovering of disgusting upskirt images of women, hosted by sites such as YouTube, Google and Facebook. That's right. The Sun. The Sun congratulated for opposing harassment. The Sun. Fuck hell. (laughs) to this week's We Don't Talk About Brexit, <laughs> the podcast where we don't talk about Brexit. No. Instead, what do we talk about? We talk about some news things that have happened <laughs> that are nice and maybe funny, maybe uplifting, maybe strange, maybe scary, but not scary in the Brexit kind of way. <laughs> oh, you mean like existentially harrowing? <laughs> yeah, none of that. We don't do it. We don't do it. Well, sometimes we do. Buckets and brains and such. Anyway, at the end of the story time, we (laughs) vote on what was the best story, and then, and then that's that's how the show works. So, (laughs) who's got the first story this week? Um, Ooh, well, it's me. So you can't shut up. It's me. I'm first. I I like that we scripted that you were going to tell us all to (laughs) shut up, but none of us offered. Really much noise for you to... to What we ideally should have done is all been like, Oh, me! Me, pick me! And I'd have said, no, to you all. Your little willies, calm down. Yeah. Is that the sound that you... No, that's my my insult of the day. Oh, okay. Buy now. Stocks are low, currently. (laughs) On little willies. (laughs) (laughs) But you never know when they might... Grow. Oh, Um, so my story is about, um, well, <laughs> I know what it's about, I'm just... I'm Can just I say it. it for a second, right? Yeah. And I've been not saying this since the first episode we ever did, but... Oh no, Tash and Katie's rivalry is going to come to light. <laughs> we all uh, have a rivalry. How much they dislike one another. We have more of a rivalry. I do, I do dislike her. We're notorious for hating each other, actually. We hate each other, but we don't have a rivalry. Yeah. Because she's obviously bit better than me. Is that, is so, that still what she's trying to insinuate? It would be silly of me to make her my rival. <laughs> I will quietly hate her instead. Yeah. So I was just going to say that whenever one of us says, my story makes me think of... Has anyone seen Disney's Hercules? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then the very beginning of Disney's Hercules is... My story actually begins a long time ago. And, da, da, da. and then they sing the really great song. And I think Back of that. where the world was new. Exactly. Yeah. And I think of that every single time. Please continue with your story. Um, it's not going to be as good as Hercules, probably. <laughs> I mean, as anything, really. No. no. So does it have Danny um, DeVito in it? Yeah. Oh, great. It might, might do, anyway. It might. <laughs> could do. I'll find a way to get him in there. Um, I did make up the story. It did happen, I think. Well, anyway... So, my story sort of deals with the the issue of, you know, when you have older family members that have Mm. opinions and viewpoints Mm, that maybe don't fit in with a sort of more modern and open-minded, you know, attitude that we Mm. all have nowadays. Like, for instance, my granddad didn't really think that gay people were real. He thought they were probably just not actually... He never never encountered one thought that they Mm. were like some mythical creature. He wasn't against (laughs) it, wasn't against the idea, just never sort of encountered it. Like centaurs. Like he thought that they they didn't (laughs) think that gay people were centaurs. Oh yes, Um, we all remember Perseus and the gay man. (laughs) He went through um, a labyrinth and took with him a string and luckily never encountered the gay man. Who probably would have been quite nice and just been like, "Uh, yeah, it's this way out. Yeah, so then (laughs) centaurs. Yeah, um, but, you know, that's that was probably just a mark of, you know, his just not ever engaging with <laughs> the world. Are we on mm. the record, by the way, as being more pro, less pro-minotaur and more pro-gay? That's well, that's my stance. <laughs> I think that's the safer stance. In yeah. I mean, I like both. There are less minotaurs out there. <laughs> Fewer. Wow. I mean, in, pure, in, terms of pure, in terms of pure biomass as well, I'm not less wrong. Less minotaur, yeah. Pure <laughs> biomass. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not about minotaurs this story but it does deal with that and I'm sure we've all had that at a family dinner when an older family member said something and you're like here's why you need to learn that what you've said is maybe not the more modern and open minded way of seeing that particular issue mm. so my story is in it takes place in Allahabad in India which is a city 
uh, there. Um, I think it's Good. in the north northeast area. I think mm-hmm. that's around where it is. The northeast quadrant. Yeah. Absolutely. And basically what happened is a young woman took to Twitter because her nine-year-old little cousin um, is was being a little bit bullied by a few older members of the family because he was he wanted to wear like lipstick and makeup and do things that might be traditionally considered more, you know, feminine things to do. Um, and a few of the older members of the family sort of picked on him a little bit for that. So um, what happened is the younger members of the family, like the, like the cousins and the sort of like younger children, all sort of banded together in a big show of solidarity oh my God, did to they support make a, the little kid. Did they make a megazord out of human beings? Oh, that's not going to work unless people watch Power Rangers. So very quickly. Yeah, they make a big thing. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and you say they banded together, so I'm just wondering yeah. if they formed a giant warrior beast um, um, to take down the older members of their family by, like, you know, I grab hold of his arm and his other arm and we become an arm of a larger being. Yeah, that's, and, and that's that's it. You've done it. That's your story. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you told it for me. Yeah, like that. Um... Megazord teaches older gremlins. <laughs> Megazord teaches old people to accept people's choices. Um, no, that's not that's not use. But uh, there we go. <laughs> um, so basically, the young lad. What's his name? Dilda. I can't find. Oh, his what name. a nice name. Okay, yeah. So so Diksha Bid. Bijlani, who uh, recorded the, the incident on Twitter, just refers to him as little cuz throughout the Aww. story. So obviously he's quite young, so little maybe that's cuss. to protect his identity. I don't know. Hmm. Um, and she says that I'll, I'll read her tweet. She put, "My cousin Nine is the most effeminate in the house. Effeminate in speech." Quoted, well, quotation marks, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Little Cuz. Likes to paint nails, wear lip colour, learn home science. But in this stereotypical alpha male-centric household, he's often the, the pivot of jokes. Today, he applied lip colour and got called a chaka, which I'm assuming is a really offensive term. Mm. I should have looked it up, but I didn't. So, to support that this, uh, this mm-hmm. little guy, a few of the younger family members in the house came together and they all wore lipstick as well to make him feel more comfortable and accepting. And I just think it's really nice. That is really lovely. So she's put um, uh, in another tweet, in such a house it takes constant work as elder cousins to undo the conditioned gender binary slash normalised gender neutral acts which are deemed feminine. So we all wore lip colour to make him feel comfortable and accepted. He felt especially empowered when he saw my brother wearing it. Um, and there's some really nice photos if you check out the story it's really lovely so they're all like there's photos of them all together mm-hmm. and they're all like p- posing with the lipstick on they all look super fabulous and it's fantastic <laughs> um, and Aww. so yeah even the basically it's just saying that just they want you to just prove to their little to their, their younger cousin that you know you can you can just do what you want and that there'll always be pe- there might be people who say bad things about it but there's always there's always going to be those guys to support you and I think that's really nice it's lovely it just puzzles yeah. me as to how if some if what somebody's doing literally doesn't affect you in any way, yeah. I mean, maybe it's because I just generally don't give a fuck about people. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite a refreshing and fun outlook on life. It doesn't yeah. sound fun, does it? Why we call you misanthropic Michael? Well, you know, mis- <laughs> misanthropy <laughs> has its has its advantages. Um, that's not misogyny for people like me who, for a second, doubted the word <laughs> and wondered if they were admitting admitting on air that they were a misogynist. I'm not a mis- I'm, I'm a misanthropist. I just you know. What does it mean, Michael? Means to just generally dislike other people, okay. which is why I have a, a podcast where I interact <laughs> with, with three people every week. Yeah, but we keep you in a special box by yourself. Put them in the. Misanthropic hmm. box. Well, I was thinking of a misanthropy box, but like, mm. would you know to make me feel a bit better? Would you put like box? a little a little rainbow on the top of it? Like, if you cut wanted out... a rainbow, but misanthropists tend to be fairly. Um... I, I think I know what you're about to say, but they're not necessarily grumpy. They just don't like people. I'm also not a misanthropist, by the way. I not, like people largely. Like a box full of cats. But okay. A misanthropist might love cats. But yeah, exactly. That's, so that's what we'd give you. So you've got your own All place where you feel very happy. And the rest of the human. The cats beings. fucking don't. <laughs> They're just trapped in a box of a human who's taking up most of the space. <laughs> I mean, that sounds too much like the peacocks. <laughs> well, that noise specifically. Yeah. That's a bit like the cat cafe, isn't it? That. The cat's locked in a box of people. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to kill me then, Katie. Because you said it, and then you started breathing in really intensely. <laughs> and just staring at me the whole while. I was like, I guess this is how I die. It's just really hot. It is, it is really so warm. it's far too warm to be doing anything. I wanted to say about yeah. the story how the phrase taken to Twitter. Yeah. Very enjoyable phrase. 
Um, because I feel like you would. It's like a thing to do, isn't it? You're put in a particular situation where all you can do is take to Twitter. You're not going to take to Facebook. No, no. <laughs> Too many not, family members as it's friends. It's not just that, though. You're it's not going to take platform to WhatsApp isn't, because you need, you want more. You want, you want you other know? people you don't necessarily know. Mm. Exactly. You're going to take to Twitter. It's kind of like the old version of like, oh, he's written a telegram to the... He's written an open letter. He's written an open letter. It's in the newspaper, don't you know? Yeah, Yeah, because I think in Twitter, it's like, you can have a little bit of a cat. It's like everyone can support you. You can have a hashtag. I think she's got a... No, she ain't got a hashtag. Never mind. But uh, (laughs) again, you can have a hashtag... And, that, and then other people see it. Or you can just generally be talking about something that other people care about. Mm. And then you have a whole world full of people that are like on your side or against you if you say the wrong <laughs> thing. And that's like, it's it's sort of, you, just, yeah. you say something that people hate, but you're really confident before and they're going to love it. And you just sat there afterwards as like the hate mail comes in, like, oh boy, I really misjudged that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but also, that's one of the reasons you do it. It's like testing something. You, you're feeling passionate, you're struggling with it. As like, not struggling, but you know, it's frustrating you in life. For some reason, you want more discussion of that topic. You want to test it out. So Boom, Twitter so, also yeah. gets you out of that echo. Ch- well, you'd like to think it gets you out of the echo chamber, but does it? That's a whole separate conversation. So, so I'm so. sat at home and I'm thinking I need to test the waters to see how the phrase, the hashtag, down with babies is going to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. I, I type it. I'm expecting <laughs> big, big news, big money. Don't know, I'm expecting money. Unless you ask Katie before, she just tells you it's not going to go down. Um, well. I, I'll, I'll just save you doing it. You just it's you not like you take the the hashtag. You go, give me a minute, and you go to your computer. You like analyze it under like a laser scanner. You do some typing like on a couple of different keyboards at once, and you spin back to me on your tubes. exactly. Yeah, yeah you, they're not even related. <laughs> you're just doing experiments you're on just the side. Doing other, other experiments. You spin back to me on your like spin chair, and you're like, try chair. this. You open up a little box, and inside it has the like the golden chain <laughs> phrase up with babies and i'm like all right now that might work but it's actually completely disagrees with what i think and you're like just just try it yeah i don't think that down with babies are up with babies i just <laughs> uh, I'm good. i think that they're both bad what about right with babies i just think maybe just um with just, babies just, just hashtag I don't like children. <laughs> what think ye of babies? What think ye of it? Ba- do whatever... No, not do whatever you want with babies. Um, <laughs> don't like use them as a rugby ball. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, I, I, I'd like to meet an indestructible child, though, who could just take... Like, it won't hurt them. They'll take it. Like the just to see them, the, like... Uh, incredible. Com- Flying through the air. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And you're right. And what were you going to say, George? I was going to say, I think the, the, the hashtag don't use babies as rugby balls would actually do pretty well out of everything we've suggested. So we, oh, my God. You could yeah. totally start start like a, a campaign that gets the the grossfully they buy into like minion memes and they don't really read up on anything <laughs> and just make it sound like not to get political but a political group they are less inclined to believe and be like well that political party is a big fan of using babies as rugby balls and they'd be like how dare they we have to start a campaign <laughs> yeah. right away and then they'll fucking believe it yeah. but also on a serious note it could be like a broader thing about being careful with babies there's lots of stuff about people doing stupid things with their babies I mean just don't yeah. have a baby <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're not gonna get into yeah. this back, back, back to the story, to story. Okay, yeah. <laughs> my favourite thing is that because their age isn't referenced little cuz could just be Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the funny thing. I didn't. Um, Those I didn't the mention, glasses. I didn't mention the kid's name because it's Danny DeVito. The kid, mm. here he is. He says, "So my younger cousin is called Danny DeVito." <laughs> what um, is that? That's just like not even in a paragraph. It's just sort of floating off to the side of the article. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's not that's not in the news, but it can be if you want. Make up your own stories in life, guys, because you know it's fun. It's you live fun. you live but and once. The news isn't really representative of what is happening. Once uh, <laughs> um, I think what's really nice is um, yeah, she said that her her brother was like the kind of main empowering person in this like show of solidarity yeah. because her little cousin who was nine basically saw another man wearing lipstick. And he was like pouting and looking good for the photos and stuff. And I think he, you know, was like, oh, I'm not really by myself in how I yeah, feel. Exactly. I'm just, you know, because you can do anything to express yourself. Mm. And, you know, some people might be like, I'm a, I'm a woman and therefore I like to wear makeup because that makes me feel feminine. And some people might be like, I'm a man and I like to wear makeup because that makes me feel 
masculine. You know, mm. makeup could make you feel whatever you want. People bronze in their muscles and stuff. You know, it also it, it reinforces <laughs> the the point if, that they got a, a male member of family to do it as well. Otherwise, if it's just females doing the same thing as the male child did, when everyone's saying you shouldn't do that because you're more like that's yeah, being like, like female. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of like reinforcing the point. Yeah, definitely. So, good, good thing the brother showed up. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I think it's like I think it was just saying that you know. Like anything can be an expression of anything. Like you can say, "Oh, to me, that's like an expression of my femininity," and it can be anything in the world. It doesn't matter if it's traditionally connected with one thing or another, and also it just doesn't really matter. Just let everyone do what they want. Not yeah. all. It's not in all respects. As long as it's not hurting anyone <laughs> exactly, else, like yeah. you said. Just you know, don't do throw what you babies. Like. Don't throw babies. <laughs> don't throw babies. But do well lipstick. But do do well lipstick as long as it's not tested on animals. Or babies. <laughs> as long as it's not tested on babies. <laughs> We got a baby testing facility. <laughs> Put the makeup on the babies. Oh no. They'd be so beautiful. No. This baby looks Refrain. This baby looks really classy, but this baby is a complete tart. <laughs> is your baby coming home at five AM on a Saturday morning? <laughs> That's concerning. They shouldn't be. Concerning. Oh no. Are they missing a high heel? <laughs> One of their many high heels. <laughs> I just buy my baby high heels. <laughs> Do they have any clothing? Clothing? <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. Okay, you're very welcome. Oh, I was just going to say the the last thing that she says on Twitter is just really nice and sums it up. Um, sorry, I'm just going to say. Oh, I thought that was the quote. <laughs> <laughs> sums it up. Really nice and sums it up. <laughs> oh no, I can't find it. It's okay. It's really warm. Let's blame everything on the heat today, guys. I I want to. Do blame it on the sunshine. Do this time you can blame not on the moonlight, but on the sunshine. Leave the moon right now, of it. Yeah, just just leave it. Let me just let me just finish this story with this little. Yeah, George, come on, stop trying to stop her. (laughs) Yeah, let me just finish my story. Right, I found it. It says it here. Danny DeVito said about the case. No, he didn't. It wasn't Danny DeVito. It was someone else. Because Danny DeVito wasn't to do with this story, George. Not oh, this time. Not this time. You didn't even introduce it. It was Tasha's idea. Anyway. <laughs> oh, um, no. So, Diksha, who was writing the Twitter thread, basically continued her thread saying, It's so important to tell little kids gender is a spectrum. I hope all of us tell kids that we know that they are valid, that they are accepted, and they are beautiful today. I hope we don't become the bullies we warn them of. And then the nine-year-old himself even said, Gender is not real. Yesterday, me and my brother wore red lipstick along with Dee Dee. And, you know, he was seen, like, riding a pink bicycle after that. So he's like, yeah, fuck my haters. I'll do what I want. Yeah, just like, fuck my haters. Fuck y'all. I look fabulous and I don't care. And I think that's great. So well done to Lil Cuz. (laughs) Everyone looked fabulous. Yeah. If you can look fabulous, why not do it? Absolutely. That's my story. So there you go. Great. Who wants to go next? Uplifting. Yeah, it was quite an uplifting one. I'll go next, but I don't feel like my story is anywhere near as uplifting. Okay, so... So I'm going to come out of this, like, I feel minorly uplifted. (laughs) A bit. A medium level of uplifting. I don't know what that would feel like. Well, let's not because my, my life has been okay, by the way. That's not a concern. <laughs> I've never reached a medium level of uplift. <laughs> well, now you will. So, uh, I'll begin with a question. Classic. Um, so, prom. How is prom for everyone? My story's about a prom. Um, what do people sort of... What, just prom. Bad music. Bad food. I really hope we all have a variation on those three. <laughs> uh, good music, bad food, bad people. Uh, my problem was... I can't remember the music. I don't think there was food. <laughs> I was really drunk. <laughs> there were some people. <laughs> Quite interesting, isn't it? Because you're not supposed to get drunk yet, are you? Yeah. And everyone I... does. How do, we, how do we manage to do that? We had hip flasks. Sneak into the cocktail sausages. In the cocktail sausages. <laughs> You're going really early in the morning. <laughs> 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 the kids are just really into those cocktail sausages. <laughs> oh, look at them. Really love those cocktail sausages. Oh, look at them vomit. <laughs> I really didn't want to do prom. I was like vehemently against yeah. it. And I was like, not against it for everyone else. I was like, you can all go. 
but my mum was like, you're going to prom. And I was like, why? And she was like, you're yeah. going to do, you're going to be a normal teenager for one day. Oh. And I was just like, I like everyone at the prom. I just wanted to be annoying. So that's <laughs> why I didn't want to go. I knew it'd be a good time. It was a medium time. <laughs> Which is a good time as, you know, see other episode. Um, I was similar. I also didn't want to go to the prom. And my mum was like, I mean, you're going to go to the prom. Like, just go. It's a thing to do. And I did. I mean, that's a terrible reason to... <laughs> it's a thing to do. Just no, stab someone. It's a thing to do. <laughs> just use a baby as a rugby ball. She didn't say According that. According to the internet. No, she said it was like an event to attend in your kind of like time span of I think, life. I think you should have sent somebody else's when you're 24. Just crash it. 24, though, then you're so much older than Yeah, yeah, it'd be people. real awkward. It would be really Let's dial the awkward. ages back. A crash a zero-year-old's prom as an eight-year-old. <laughs> They'll all be wearing heels, and then the eight-year-old's like, whoa! <laughs> heels and lipstick. So at this prom, um, they had a very particular theme. Um, and the theme was... Prom. Uh, no. Did anyone have a theme at their prom, by the way? Uh, no. Angst. I don't feel like... Nice. What? Angst. Teenage. Angst. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have that theme, yeah. probably. Yeah. But I don't feel like you need a theme for a prom. I don't know. It's just prom, isn't it? The theme is friendship. Oh. Yeah. Education. The real prom was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Shout out my colleague Sam Butler for telling me that joke repeatedly yesterday. He was like, "The real Avengers: Infinity War we was the friends we made along the way," and then proceeded to go through that exact same phrase with like several different films. He was like, "The real Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone was the friends we made along the way." I was like, "What are you doing?" Weird. But also, definitely a phrase that can be used in all situations. Well, the real we don't talk about Brexit. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, I, I really think that this is what happened in this case. Because uh, there were some issues. The, the the theme was jungle. It was jungle-themed. Um, wow. Oh, no. Why did we release an actual a grown chimpanzee into the auditorium? <laughs> well. Fuck off. <laughs> What actually happened was... I'll just read this paragraph. Christopher Columbus High School, a private Catholic school for boys, held its prom on Friday. By Sunday, a video of a tiger pacing in a small cage began to surface online. So that's that's what happened. They got a tiger? Yeah, they got a tiger. I had a tiger in was a it, cage. Was it Tony? Don't let him out! Oh, oh, but that's very sad. Is Tony? Okay. Tony must still must be dead Do by now. still have adverts? Maybe. Sorry, Tony. Probably, probably. I like. Retired. I like Tony the Tiger because he's so Italian American that we could do his voice a lot on this podcast. <laughs> oh, great! He was such a memorable character. Like whoever thought. Oh my god! Of him you need that marketing. Meeting. You need to read the Wikipedia entry on Tony the Tiger. <laughs> really? It's incredible. Yes. Everyone, please read the Wikipedia entry <laughs> for Tony the Tiger. Pause this. Go read it. I'm not Come even. Back. I'm not even kidding. It's incredible. Okay. I might read it as an extra at the end of this podcast. Cool. Well, I can't confirm that this was Tony the Tiger. <laughs> um, leaving some. Maybe it was. Can't be confirmed. But um, one of the students wrote on his Facebook. This poor tiger was used as an exotic amusement for the mindless teenagers who were present. Um, and there was a lot of comments like that, Aww. sort of uh, judging the whole situation. Um, well, the teenagers don't plan the prom, do they? Well, this is the thing. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that kind of shocks me about this situation. A, why? You Why? jumped ahead in the alphabet there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was good. That was good. <laughs> My God, damn you! But why? <laughs> yeah, like you know, the Christopher Columbus High School. They've got to go to another country and bring something back that doesn't belong. And they were like, "Well, syphilis is already <laughs> rampant, so it's got to be the Tony." Uh, ah, yes, the tiger, native to North America. <laughs> just, I'm guessing just looking for India. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a good. That's good. I just don't know why you would fuck with a tiger mm. because they're legitimately scary. Like, the, you know, you try it like in everyday life, you don't encounter many scary things, and you think of a tiger as an abstract concept, and you're like, well, tigers are beautiful, they're a majestic animal. If you legitimately came into contact with 
or you were told there was a tiger on the loose, you'd shit yourself. They're fucking mm. terrifying. Like, the, by the nature of how they've evolved, they have to be quite horrible. Well, I'd be terrified. I think <laughs> the video kind of shows the tiger, and I'm pretty sure a lot of the students are a bit shocked by this. <laughs> so it's really not like they're like... It's, I, you know, before I watched it, I was kind of like, oh, God, this is going to be one of those horrible things where you, you see people going crazy over something, which is morally questionable, but because it's an atmosphere of, like partying da, 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 no one realizes but they're they're a bit like oh 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 <laughs> it's a bit like that sort but of reaction the, the naked lady on the horse, horse yeah. obviously that was ex- the exact same yeah. reaction but, and that's what i was thinking um, yeah what why is this happening but I think <laughs> the other thing with the naked lady and the horse is they cheered when i think <laughs> whereas with this i think i mean the teenagers they're at the i'm sorry but i don't think i would want to have not just even for ethical reasons but I just, you know, it's one of the first times you get properly drunk, you're surrounded by all your friends, you're highly excited. You don't want to be worrying about a tiger mm. in the room. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, who did, who made the call? Exactly. It's such a strange situation. There are so many events that are just ruined by the introduction <laughs> of a tiger. Your, you know, your, your, uh, your wedding, wedding day. Your, yeah. Wedding day. It, it mauls the best man. The second best man. <laughs> he flies in and gouges his eye out like a like an owl of some sort. Um, one of the videos. So there's various videos throughout the night. At the beginning, it's kind of like a video with what the article describes as stunned students looking on and the tiger frantically pacing. In the- oh, that would make small. me very nervous. Well, exactly. And then the, another video later in the night um, shows the animal again pacing in its cage. While a performer dances with fire to loud music, yeah. what is this? What is this planning, and why? And what and is that? That's not. That doesn't happen in the jungle. I, exactly. <laughs> I think what fire in the is... jungle is dangerous. Exactly. No one wants fire in the fire in the jungle. It's rain, fire in the rainforest, tearing down the trees and the. No, and the tiger. <laughs> Who gave that fire an axe? Yeah, <laughs> I just and the tiger. I think the organizer must just hate the health and safety person, and be like, "I'm point. gonna give them a, a fucking heart attack." Yeah, because like at uni, when you wanted to get anything done in any situation, it was like, "Oh, sorry, you can't eat real food on the stage because of this reason. You can't, you know, mm. you know, all the things you wanted to do." Like there was a massive health and safety evaluation that had to happen. Oh, bringing a tiger into a room full of drunk teenagers. Fine. Yeah, I can't see any oh, possible I, I, I risk. I failed to mention this was in Miami, I think. I don't know. And suddenly I'm not so surprised. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Florida, man, Florida men. Florida men's. You know Florida. the idea of Florida man, right? Florida man? Yeah, so in um, in Florida, they've got a rule <gasps> where they have Flo-rider to... That's what Florida is. It's Florida. Oh, yeah. Thank you. In <laughs> Florida, they have a law where I think it's minor crimes have to be like announced to the public, but you uh. can't say the person who did it. So it's it makes it look like there's one dude from Florida who's doing all this crazy shit. <laughs> Florida That's man, Florida. Persecute, but right, it sounds yeah. like a like a crap superhero. And same goes for Florida woman as well. It keeps being caught. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep a close eye on him because you know he'll do something stupid next. What's his superpower? Well, he lives in Florida. Oh, okay then. Great. Tolerance. Yeah. Well, there we go. That's a superpower we could all learn. Tolerance. Deep. So, continuing with uh, Tony and his exploits, um, the the article then has like a big kind of what's the word between paragraphs? Like a br- like a break. A break. The, the article has a big break, and then it, it a single sentence saying, "The tiger wasn't the only animal at the prom." Which makes like what like fire dancing a, a tiger and then and then it continues to say, the entertainment company hired by the school also brought a lemur, a parrot, and a fox, <laughs> which students were able to pose with for pictures. I was really hoping that oh, the animal was going to be alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the animal that's was, wild was the big mirror, and it was just like look at yourselves. You're the animals. <laughs> Disgusting. Deep meta! Yeah. And then all the kids are like, whoa! Okay. Okay. College now. Oh my god! 
I like yeah. I, again. I can't get over the idea of just like the police calling it off at the end of the evening, and just like there being one detective there. He's in like every scene in my head. <laughs> he just takes one puff because that's what he always does. You know? He never has a full cigarette. Does he? <laughs> it's still it, going. Right? He likes the first puff, and then he, it's he still the like same the cigarette time. from like yeah. when I started making this joke, and he, he says something really dumb every time. It's like this time, it's obviously, I guess, the real animal. <laughs> Was man. <laughs> As always. So that was the theme going. I couldn't think of a tune, but so much. It's, it's very Arabian. <laughs> I do like the idea that the outro music of this man's show is that it just there's no common score. It's not the same song every time. It's just you're told to make sort of loud falsetto noises. <laughs> panicky like you're just brought into the room and go go I feel no like time to prepare the sun has got to my head yeah and uh i'm not in my best music making mode right now but you're very welcome for the um what you got well i was gonna say last week where you sung smack that the star spangled banner was especially lovely smack that on the floor that was beautiful. beautiful. We've done that bit, though. We've done it last week. Yeah, we've already done that. that bit. Better. Tell us um, more, Tash. Go on. I'll just finish off uh, with this. It's, it's Peter. Peter's the right way. The pe- people for the ethical treatment of oh, animals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Peter... Uh, it just sounds like a guy, doesn't it? <laughs> Peter. Peter said... Peter, Peter. also expressed outrage at the Peter. famous presence of the prom. Uh, so Peter said... Flowers. <laughs> <Lois. laughs> I don't like the, the tiger being there. Peter... <laughs> Lowish. Lowish. See quality content. Tune in this week to hear a really bad family guy bit. <laughs> With only two words. Hina. <laughs> <laughs> Lose, mum. No, I can't leave with your family guy impressions. Um, so, yeah. This is what PETA said. Wild animals aren't prom decorations. This is actually quite deep, guys. Wild animals aren't prom decorations. Displaying a tiger in a tiny cage and allowing students to handle lemurs is cruel to the animals and dangerous for the students, and it sends the harmful message that living beings are props to be used for animal. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I ruined did you, it. Did you write the statement on a computer where you can backspace? No, I wrote it on a typewriter like I thought I was supposed to. Oh. Can't take back what I said. That sends the harmful message that living beings are props to be used for human amusement. Which I think is a very well put point in terms of the whole like, ooh, look at this animal, poles with it. And I freaking, I love tigers. Like, there is, a, there is a part of me that really wants to hug a tiger as much as I know. Oh, there, there's no, no, nothing no. about that that would be good. Really. Maybe very briefly. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> Up until the moment I die. Mm. But a very nice moment nonetheless. Oh, you could not pay me enough money to go near a tiger. See, I'd have to like actively be like, it's a wild beast. Leave. It's not a little kitty. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I think. I just think they're think great. That's the part of your brain. Yeah, and they're just like, they're just like massive. When you live in England, there's nothing that's that impressive. Mm. The biggest mm. thing we have is a cow. Oh, I thought you were going to say cows um, are Brian. Cute. I saw yeah. a cow literally the other day. You can hear cows. They really right, like standing it. right beside me. We do have some pretty big things like Brian Blessed's voice. Mm. Yeah, we do. We could we could have that at our prom. Stephen Fry's personality. It's big. It's um, that's it. So yeah, just to, to that's that's what happened. Um, another kind of very quick comment on the story is the hilarity of not hilarity, but there's so much kind of attention focused on the tiger rather than the other animals. Kind of yeah. like it's bad for all of them, but I think the idea was just that they were they weren't caged. I don't yeah, think like massive beings <laughs> being transported to a, a room with loud music. Yeah, yeah. that's but, worse. If it, like it was a caged tiger and a lemur on the loose <laughs> pulling everyone's hair. But lemurs love partying. Have you not seen Madagascar? Oh yeah, he Come loves on. it. That's that's what they look Tash, for. Once again, the expert on family movies Aww. released between the year two thousand. <laughs> I hate that this has transpired for the podcast. Yeah. No, but it's true. It's, it's like, oh, look at my hat. It has a gecko in it. 
I love that bit. It's, it's great, isn't it? Great. Yeah, and uh, just a last quote from uh, Christopher Columbus High School principal David Hugh. We all have learned a great deal from this experience. <laughs> That's <laughs> David Hugh. That's you the end guess. of my story. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Good times for all. So, who's got the next story for us? <laughs> Michael, you could have... You ruined the continuity of the narrative. It's me. All right, go on then. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like it now if you're all just so annoyed with me that like, I, I give like obvious prompts and it's just get dead silence as the, as the, as the comeback. Because this week was a good news week for stories. Actually, it was like, I'm a bit spoiled for choice. Yeah. My story is called Asgardia and the City of a Billion Wasted Dollars, <laughs> a.k.a. Michael copies Katie's format yet again. <laughs> I've had enough of people taking my... It's fine, no, I'm fine. Fine with it. I'm absolutely fine with it. I just, I've it's done a winning it. formula. It's, well, you have because I've done a winning formula like twice now that I've been like... It's a oh, compliment. I'll just do that. Yeah, like Alexander Graham Bell. Michael, that looks like a good idea. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. Look at this thing that I just did, and I didn't steal from anybody else. Now, anyway. I'm, I'm judging from your reaction, you might know. So, and mm, you also yes. might know because you told. Mm, you, so let's let's. Start I just with, know the principle. I don't know any of the details. I don't know anything. A Russian billionaire has t- uh, has held a lavish ceremony at an Austrian castle to declare himself the leader of what? Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. He's got proper fuck you money when he's just like, all penguins come under me. I'm, I am the leader. Like, why? He's like, I am Emperor Penguin. No. Oh. King Pe- No. Tsar. Tsar Penguin. I am Penguin Sam. What do you think, George? The presence of the leader of what? Leader of uh, time. He thinks he's very slightly further ahead of everybody else. He's like, I'm, you're all reacting to me. I'm first. He's he is uh, well. If you saw him, I don't think you'd be able to give him that claim. But Tess, what do you think it is? I think Why are you eating crisps? I'm not eating crisps. I'm eating Maltesers. And, I think a he noisy food. Thinks I think he's the king of the czar of noise. You're just bitter against me. Now. No, I'm not. I think that's what he thinks, and I would know because. We've I'm got a little czar of noise over here, haven't we? Telling us, slopping, doing things. Slopping? I was slopping. You know what, Michael? Slopping all over the place. Slop, you know Sloppity what. Sloppity slop, slop, slop. You're a slopper, Michael. You're a slopper. <laughs> Go on, tell your story then. Sounds like someone who doesn't know the insult slapper and is trying. <laughs> slopper. You think I don't, we, you, me and your dad don't know you're out at night. You've become a slopper. <laughs> Mum, what are you talking about? I don't about? know. I've actually got no idea what you're talking about, Mum. I really like the idea that it's just that she's like a bit sloppy with eating or something. Yeah, like, you're, you're a, a slopper. slopper. <laughs> you're the disgrace of your family. You get curry sauce on everything, Katie. We have no upholstery patch that isn't covered in curry. You know what's really funny is that like that is very close to some things that I have been told as a child. So there's curry sauce everywhere. Especially the fact we chose curry. Yeah, I and love it. I, yeah, <laughs> absolutely love curry. There's no other stains. It's just curry everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh... so Michael, what's your story about? Asgardia, his proposed Earth-orbiting city. It's the brainchild of a Russian rocket scientist, or this is the billionaire, rather, Igor Ashabeli. He wants it to be the first fully independent nation in space. It will have its own government, its own currency, its own virtual virtual currency, <laughs> its own justice system, and its own calendar. Those are the only four things it said that it will uniquely make itself. <laughs> it's own Everything else, I assume, it will import <laughs> systems elsewhere. But these are the things it seems determined to come up with new ways of It'll doing. It'll have to compete with Acoin. Yeah. Well, I'm this saying. is this is where I feel like I am. I was just parroting Katie from last week, but um, I think it's very different because Acoin. What's to start, you know, a city where on, on the planet where there are already resources and things that humans <laughs> need. This fella wants to do a city orbiting in the sky where there's no plants well, uh, in the sky. He wants to take some up with him. Um, so, Like in Interstellar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Still yeah. haven't seen that. The idea it's of good. one day... Oh, I loved Interstellar. It made me cry my fucking eyes out. I, I don't even... People criticise it for being, like, emotional and not really having a scientific background towards the end. 
Didn't care. Like the characters enough by that point. But Whatever. Sci- sci-fi is not about being sci- like scientific. Ooh, sci-fi, sci-fi is just we fine. use we use ideas that are in science to pose moral questions that can sometimes be emotional. Well, mm. the, the, a lot of scientific. A lot of the science, yeah. but there's no one saying it has to be. A lot of the science in way. Interstellar really was well founded. Like yeah. the whole where they figured out if they're going to be on that planet and under its gravitational pull, the way that time flows around them mm-hmm. is actually diff- different, and you can mathematically do that. We did a bit in, a, in my physics degree, so that's my mm. like verification of it. I liked the frozen clouds. I don't remember. There was clouds that were frozen, and everyone was like, "Frozen clouds, as if." And it's like, yeah, and as if Michael McConaughey is going to be an astronaut. Mm. Uh, I, like, there's a lot of things here that aren't real. It's not. You didn't watch it thinking this was real. It's not real. It's a film. Hmm. Harry Potter's not a wizard. No, he is. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, <laughs> yes. Don't don't worry. He is, don't, don't it's fine. He's a wizard. He's a lizard. You know when architects put out concept art of what they think their building will look like when it's actually lived in and people are going around it? Yeah. The concept art of this place is amazing. It shows a sort of affluent New York street with brick houses, you know, with the ones with the big steps leading up to these grand big doors that are on, like, big avenues. Yeah. And an old couple walking by those houses and two girls playing jump rope in the background and literally two astronauts floating out in space (laughs) as the city is surrounded by this huge glass dome. And then space is beyond that. You can see Earth in the background. Uh, he actually oh! wants in so many different films. He yeah. wants his main base to be on the moon, but to have um, what does he call it? Space arcs that kind of surround it, which are like big platforms where people live on. I mean, pretty cool, I guess. It's oh, the concept's great. The potential fruition of the idea is a bit mm. tricky. Um, I'm hoping that that glass is at least double glazed. <laughs> hopefully, better. We need to save on heating. <laughs> Just like, yeah. he's like he's like looking at it, and he's like, "Oh no, this is single pane. <laughs> it's gonna get real cold, guys." Also, no one smashed the glass. Um, he also in the concept art instead of like having um, signs outside people's doors that are like drilled into the brickwork, they had holograms. So he's also predicting a technology for yeah. this place that doesn't yet exist. It, lo- I mean, it looked fantastic, but I just loved how chill everyone looked. In spite of being some of the first human beings in this concept art that are orbiting space, it's just like someone just lifted mm. architecture concept art and like just put a space background on it. People aren't reacting no any differently. <laughs> What's fine. strange is that they've got like an old couple that are strolling down the street. Like, that's not going to happen, is it? Well, why are you taking old people into space? Like, no, but it's just more like it's not going to be like such a normal. It, some kids yeah. playing jump rope. Are you... it's what? Really, it's really easy in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've not even hit the floor yet. <laughs> One jump, seven Derek, seven get rounds. down from the top of the dome. It's time for your tea. No. <laughs> right, I'm jumping up there after you. <laughs> that would be a really fun world to live in. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's only like, you know, all these films that have predicted the sort of like commercial expansion of the world will go into space at some mm. point. Like, I think they, oh, that's the only way it's going to happen. It's not going to be because of scientific endeavour, really. Mm. It's not going to be like, you know, because of necessity or, you know, there's people that are struggling, let's build something so that we have more space for people or whatever. It's going to be someone wants to earn loads of money, so I'm going to build a city in space. I mean, if you look at the new countries that have developed in the past hundreds of years, that's all. Mm. It will. <laughs> Protect Earth and keep peace in space. Oh, I think space is currently relatively peaceful. It'll, it'll protect Earth. <laughs> yep. From <laughs> the, the aliens the that have also announced are coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor. Do they have concept art of the aliens as well. <laughs> we can't possibly know what they look like, but we've tried. <laughs> we need. We, we only need had. We only had an IKEA backdrop, though, so that's why they're strolling around IKEA <laughs> in, the, in this concept art. The aliens like picking up a new set of shelves, like. And then we wanted to make it more uh, more authentic, so we gave one of them a trolley to push around. <laughs> the aliens love IKEA, but they do have I guns. They would. They and, would. Yeah. Yeah. The only way to stop the aliens is with little girls playing jump rope. That's it. The only way to stop the aliens is to make overly complex flat pack furniture that they get lost in for hours. They're just like, oh, look out of it! That we remove one important screw from the packaging. <laughs> the Doctor, um, not Doctor Who, but the uh, <laughs> Doctor Asher Bailey, um, says, it is pioneering, oh no, is it pioneering, fantastic, futuristic, and visionary, 
or madness. <laughs> Say what you um, will, only madness. only time will tell. Which I kind of think is quite humbling. He's basically trying to do something mm-hmm. grand in scope. I'm a bit concerned that if he fucks up, we've just lost a huge amount of minerals to space. <laughs> okay, buy all that metal and glass and humans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also, it messes up. It's like, well, you know, that was a failed thing you did there, but also you could have just... Give, give, you know all that money that you mm-hmm. wasted in space? Give it to people that don't have it. That, that there is literally mm-hmm. problems to solve here on Earth. First, there is. like what are they doing? Like what? Like oh, I'm going to make a city in space. It's like well, why? Do you don't even know it will work? Why? Why not just buy a sandwich for a man who's not? Oh, I'm really annoyed at this man. <laughs> I, Michael, I've had enough of him. You're not allowed to talk anymore. I've had enough of your story now. <laughs> Do you allowed? You allowed? Remember, we don't talk about Earth. Is it? Earth is it? Earth is it? It's Fifty-two people voted for fifty-two. <laughs> I don't think much of the amount of people who turned up. If you notice in Brexit, they always say forty-eight percent, and then they say fifty-two. They always leave the percentage mark out of it. Go on, Michael, tell us the rest of your story. He wants the world's most creative, brilliant minds, and may introduce an IQ test for signing up for it. More than 20,000 people have already signed up, uh, mostly Australians. Okay. But he wants 150 million. Uh, He's also established his MPs, so the beginning of his government, who've met up before his castle ceremony. How's he funding it? Um, He's paying for everything. I think even as a billionaire, that he is over. No, he's underestimating the scope of this project. Mm. Even though he's a rocket scientist, you know, setting up his banks and his government are his first priority. He wants that ready by the end of this year, and he predicts that it will take about twenty-five years to get the space city going itself. He also wants it to be part of the United Nations. Okay, I think James Bond's coming out of retirement personally. <laughs> so, so he's setting up his bank and government. But what will they bank and govern over? The space... The, 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 <laughs> the, the space. <laughs> Before he's made the space place. He's not going to make us in space. Like, there's not an area for them to bank Probably that, in what or did govern you call over. It? The um, model. What's the model called? <laughs> Just as, play as models. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, you... I, you're going to be bankrupt, you little figure down there. No, you're not going to Ikea. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you can have a, re- a reasonable simulation does by just playing a game of Monopoly on the ISS. But, yeah. but you know, um, it's, but, yeah, it's called Asgardia, so they'll govern Asgardia. Why are they called it Asgardia? So that's like a bit like, oh, you'll be our governor. I mean, you will be dead by the time that the place that you're going to yeah, govern over is real. But they're, they're just trying to set up the government on Earth, so it's ready for... Because you don't want to govern a place after... You know, you will get there and you're like, all right, who's in charge? That's a terrible <laughs> idea. No, but I mean, closer to the time that it's going to exist, mm. like Maybe 25 just, years prior to the place existing. People going to have an opportunity to elect their officials before they get there. I think that's probably mm. what they're trying to set in motion now. Okay. okay. Good. But then in 25... Again, Good. 25 years... That's it half a lifetime. Like taking things very, very seriously. Like, kind of overly. It's not okay. It is if you only live to 50, Michael, isn't it? I mean, yes, I guess you're Yeah, right. people, you know, don't It's really... a third of a lifetime, It's like a third sure. of a lifetime. Yeah. Some people wait a third of a lifetime for a trip to Escadia. Yeah. That's going to be the advert. <laughs> it's me singing it. It's not good. I'm like getting in the background like, oh, oh it's really good. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> not in And He's <laughs> like, well, Eldridge spent a lot of money, so we'll save an advert. This is music from Asgardia. You get used. Yeah. <laughs> our, our culture is two people sing, one people not sing very well. <laughs> one sing plagiarized song. <laughs> this is our classic. It's called Welcome to Asgardia. <laughs> I really like the idea that he gets to create the culture. Like, oh, this is our traditional music of Asgardia. Yeah. It's not good. But it's the tradition. So. so there we go. That's all. He gets to choose it and he's chosen to be fast. <laughs> he had that choice and he did that with me. And that's my story. Oh, um, it was really good. I hope that that continues to escalate. Um, in terms of, well, it I've got someone like... who wants to make a city on Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> floating in the tox- toxic gases. I thought you were going to say toxic. <laughs> floating in the toxic, there is a city. 
If it was four people, Toxtothia. <laughs> that's what we call it, us Toxtothians. <laughs> and that's my, my three. It's very good, wasn't it? I've clapped you already. You've only had one of them. You've had one. Who's got the next last, last the meal medium story? Gay swans. <laughs> Well George, that was really good. Let's recap. <laughs> my story was gay swans. <laughs> so what? What about What's going on? My, my my story is gay swans, a tale of two swans who are gay. Uh, it's it's a beautiful story of of of, of ferocity and um, and ferocity ferocity. Um, a lake in Austria has been in the news this week after two protective dads developed a reputation for aggressive attitude and violence against park walkers and lake swimmers in order to protect their young that they have. Oh, so they like. Dads. They're two like dads. dads. Two dads the together. Two dads. Birds are very ambiguous in terms yeah. of their sex. So with pigeons, for example, they can't tell. They don't know. They don't know. <laughs> I mean, usually it's heterosexual relationships, but yeah. they can't tell. And frequently What they're it's not. saying when you hear them, you know, you hear like, hoo, hoo, and what they're actually <laughs> like, trying to ask who is, are you? who am I? <laughs> 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 who are you? Hoo, 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 hoo. <laughs> Owls really struggle with that song. <laughs> no, Owl, it's the quicker. You're not getting the pacing right. <laughs> Just trying to teach an owl who are you. <laughs> no, no, fuck now, you may have noticed something interesting in this story so far. Uh, that it, it, You might be wondering how two, two gay swans have, have both fathered the same child. So my first question to you is what or who is different about, <laughs> about their child? I just think they approached a, an agency, an adoption agency. <laughs> That's it. The swans um, are clever. Oh, did, did surrogate... So, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, they asked another female swan, can you... Yeah. And yeah, very or good. Or maybe what happened is they both had, had a go on her. Sorry, that sounds awful. <laughs> well, you know, that's what good animals times. do, don't they? They don't really... It's like they have they, a relationship, they take her out for dinner and then they try and impregnate her. Like, that's not what yeah. swans do. Maybe they do, I don't know. But they probably maybe both went for her. And, and then, then they don't know who And then they don't the, know who the dad is. So and then both, she buggered off, maybe. So they, yeah. That sounds and like a sitcom. <laughs> Are they, are, they, are they lovers too? Swan dads. Yeah, they are lovers too. <laughs> oh, okay, beautiful. Um, <laughs> I was going to do the Acom voice from last week, but I got confused what it was and then didn't know what to say. My voice went really weird there, so apologies. <laughs> you, you, you went, no, no, no. I'm going to do Jim from the Vicar of Dibley. No, no, no. I think IVF. You think IVF? Yeah. IVF. Yeah. Well, right. So, in fact... The nest that they were protecting didn't actually contain any eggs or signets. Magic. Quote, at least one colourful plastic cup (laughs) that they've adopted and they're now protecting as if it's their young. Wow. (laughs) That's so cute. I know. This story, like, the headline of the story was just so adorable. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I've got to cover this story. So two swans have been protecting a plastic cup. (laughs) In Austria, with like incredible force. Uh, you know what they say? Two swans, one cup. They no, don't say that. <laughs> it says it's just that. like a really heartwarming video. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Nothing gross at all. happens. No, yeah. just... just trying to like flap some food into it. The same music though, <laughs> and it brings bad memories to those who have seen two girls. The one cup, cup like yeah. overfills with food, food, and they're like, "Why are you not eating?" <laughs> oh, darling, oh. eating its food. Oh. 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 Someone needs to go away, like, in the middle of the night, or when they're both away. Like, mm. take the cup, replace it with a bigger cup that's the same colour. Yeah. And then they'll think that it's I, actually I, growing. I think they're cleverer than you think. I think, A, oh, they're not they'll, leave they'll it. notice it's not the same cup. B, they'll attack you and <laughs> yeah, they will. in and kill you. The, the detail doesn't seem to bother the protective parents. Did, who, they, kill some, did they kill someone? They haven't, they haven't killed yet. someone. Okay. They haven't killed someone. <laughs> not yet. It's um, only a matter of time. Uh, they didn't bother the protective parents uh, who protected their little plastic receptacle with almost deadly precision. Last summer, the pair drew attention of passers-by with their eclectic fashion sense and fierce territorial tactics. But according to the mayor of Grundlsee, wow. Franz Steiniger, this year the attacks uh, needed a new, took a new dimension. Uh, they've, they've thrown themselves on swimmers trying to submerge them. 
Yeah, oh, these are clever. I, mean, as well. I think as well. You probably would because you obviously have no real anything to push against when you're swimming. Yeah, yeah. So the weight of a swan is probably enough to actually submerge you. Yeah, the so weight and ferocity of a swan of two swans, one on top of the other one. I think more than enough. What you'd have wow. to do is double down and go down yourself, and then swim away a bit further, and then come back up. I think. I think like turn around. Wrestle the swan from underneath, like take him down. Throw yourself you do a on tumble top of turn. It. You do a tumble turn, surprise the swan. Yeah, yeah, like tumble turn, swim under the water to the other side of the pond, appear there. Maybe you know. I, I mean, I just can't wait for Swan Lake to <laughs> gay dads. You know what though? There is an all male version of Swan Lake by Matthew Bourne. It's very and it's, famous and, and it it's is, beautiful. It's, it's I, I, around a little yeah. I was going to say I auditioned for the for the Red Cup. Um, didn't get it though. <laughs> Too, I talk too much. Too, too human. Not enough red. <laughs> what? We particularly asked for a plastic cup. You don't fit the bill at all, Michael. Fit the bill, nice. <laughs> the eclectic fashion sense, you said. Yeah. That, was, that was just a gay cup. That was just that was just that was just stereotyping. You were saying you or... the gay swans. Yeah, I was. They're gonna come Where will society learn? I don't think gay swans have a stereotype yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm making it. Okay, okay. And it's it's unfortunately very similar to stereotypes. Well, I guess the first of anything gets to set the stereotype of the thing. Yeah, they're just real aggressive. (laughs) Is the first of anything a stereotype? Isn't a stereotype based on quantitative, um, you know, stuff? Yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Can you repeat the question? (laughs) No. While nobody has drowned, several uh, bathers and walkers have been injured, some of them hospitalised, one receiving a deep flesh wound to the head. Yeah, it gets gets a bit nasty. With a beak? It doesn't say. I'm assuming it's with a beak. Oh, I thought you meant he was attacked with flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Take the flesh sword. (laughs) It's not very effective. Maybe they take the food out of the cup. (laughs) (laughs) That's disgusting. It's all, like, it's all like moldy and like yeah. melted a bit. Oh, it's but a flesh wound. Steiniger has said we had to act urgently, but I simply didn't have the heart to hire a hunter. Luckily, uh, they found a, a wildlife expert, Alexander Groda, who, with his wife, has a wildlife sanctuary, and the the swans have been relocated to somewhere where they won't be able to attack passersby. However, the article does say that. The whereabouts of the cup is still unknown. Oh no, get sad. Sorry. We're protecting this cup together. That's so nice. Maybe they just maybe they don't think it's their young. Maybe they just really like it though. <laughs> as well, they might not think it's a baby swan. They might just be like, no, we just really like this cup. Ivan, I have found a really beautiful cup. Do you like? <laughs> oh my god, it is really beautiful. Let's keep it forever. Let's keep it forever. Oh my god, Ivan, everyone is trying to take this cup. Look at them. <laughs> They're trying to get close. That man to with it. the long grabby, grabby stick and the green bag is trying to take it from us. Right. I think he's just trying to recycle. Nope. <laughs> he's taking it. You want? It's, it's so beautiful. That's Everybody the thing as well. It's it. like everyone, everyone wants it to them. So it's like, well, that's all the more reason for us to, to keep, keep it. It yeah. gives it value. Yeah. gives it value. They have to protect it with other people's lives. Exactly. <laughs> well, people shouldn't be trying to steal their cup, should they? I need another flesh sword. I need to kill you to make one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, grim. Uh, Groda has a lot of opinions on the nature of gay swans. I don't know how he got them. But... Uh, one of them has strongly suppressed the other, and I would imagine that's where their aggression stems from. I don't know where he's reached this opinion from. He's not a swan psychologist. He's just sort of got an opinion. Swan psychologist. Yeah. Also, maybe a part to say that um, a gay swan doesn't exist, does it? Because it's not gay, is it? It's just a swan. <laughs> like They don't have the social and cultural sort of understandings yeah. of... So for him to be like, oh, well, for swans to be gay, one must suppress the other. <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. There's like, also, you're saying it to, in your story is sort of like a, aha, you know, it's like it's like they're a gay couple. It's yeah, really yeah. nice. Whereas this guy is trying to actually claim scientific basis exactly. on the term mm, itself as well, which is like... Swans have the same psychological and sociological understanding of gender roles yeah. <laughs> that we do Where yeah he has no basis whatsoever yeah. like the swans are sat there being like oh they're calling us gay you know that it's like they're just sat there being swans <laughs> no swans I ever come out weird. yeah they're not they're not, they're not gonna told their parents like oh I'm, I'm like in you know I'm in a same sex relationship they've just 
They've just been. <laughs> I, mean, if they, I mean, if they did, they'd be like, "Mom, Dad, I'm gay." You're what? <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. People just keep telling me that's what I am. I don't know what it is. Yeah, because it'd be like you know, you have to you have to sort of point it out as like a thing that's different for it to become a word, don't you? And I don't. I feel like there's probably plenty of swans that are banging the same sex and having a great time. So there we go. For more information on uh, the story, please text Gay Swans to 07751 6042. Is Thank that actually much. real? No, no, I've just, I've just written down Australian numbers. I just, want people, I just want people to message them. Oh, I should have written our number. By Thash. Tasha's coming. Tasha's left. She, I don't know. We, we, we've not been informed as to why. She just left. I think she was offended by him. By my story. By your story, I'm yeah. sorry, Tash. I'll never be forgiven. Anyway, that's my story. It's a great story. It's such a good oh, story. Oh, uh, Except for, I haven't told you the name of my story. Um, it's a signet of your imagigace one. <laughs> he's... he's... <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of that as I wrote that. I was like, oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's a three-way pun. It's really good. I can't stop clapping because I feel like when I do, you're going to know that I don't think it's going to... I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Well done. I didn't even come up with a name for mine. That, that sounded less sin- sincere than when you were saying it was insincere. Before we recount the stories, um, I got pressured into doing two shout-outs this week. Uh, so shout-out Adam and shout-out Cameron. Um, and I said it was going to be super passive-aggressive, aggressive, but I actually have nothing prepared um, but you've upset me greatly. <laughs> well, I actually, you know, thought that asking for a shout-out is, you know, defeats the object. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, Cameron, <laughs> I've got a bone to pick with you. I don't. I don't, <laughs> Cameron, at all. But also, well, they, they, you know... They bullied me for a bit. Um, Adam t- put my arms behind my back and then um, Cameron gave me a nuggie and put my head in the toilet. And gave you one star. Is that what he did? <laughs> I'm not forgiving you, Cameron. Other people might have done. Cameron didn't give us one star. Yeah, he did, didn't he? No, he gave us four. Stars. It's oh, also yeah. a bit sad that we both know that, so... <laughs> God damn it, Cameron. Cameron's Four stars. Uh, yeah, so shout out Cameron and Adam. Adam who, Adam who lives here. <laughs> shout out... What do you do when you give someone a shout? Is it just to say their well, name? I think it's a good way of getting them to listen to the episode. You shout I'll out. give you a shout out. Cameron! What if you, give it, what if you, give them a, what if you tell I them don't. I give you a shout out and then you're like, oh no, sorry, I'm at the next one. And uh-huh. then you just keep going forever. Oh no, sorry, oh, well, the then, next one. Yeah, I think you might actually just be a bit of a dick <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So let's recap the stories. My story this week was about a young lad who's expressing himself the way he wants to and his family is supporting him. Katie's was... Uh, exotic prom. No. Katie's. Katie's. Natasha's. <laughs> Natasha's was exotic prom. Exotic prom. I can't do Tasha's accent. Exotic prom. Exotic prom. Exotic prom. Yeah. My story was... <laughs> do you know what my pun is, by the way? So I called it Asgardia and the City of a Billion Wasted Dollars. It's like Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. It was a film that came out like last year, and it, and it was tanked. really bad. And it tanked. I literally. But it's said. about a city in space, and it lost a lot of money as a film. There is something there. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Although the... it was, it was if it, if it was a good film, more people would have known about it. And the that irony, it but sense. then, it, but then it wouldn't have made sense. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize it had a longer name. I thought it was just called Valerian. No, it's, it's called Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, but mine's as Guardian in the City of a Billion Wasted Dollars. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to keep saying it until someone laughs. <laughs> Good one. And mine was a signet of your imagigace one. <laughs> now it's time to vote, everybody. Hi, welcome back, everybody, <laughs> after the break. I hope you had a nice drink and a nice urination. I mean, it won't be a we break give for them, you. We give them a five-second high-pitched version of, um, <laughs> what is it, Royal Britannia. Yeah, but also what could happen is they could pause it because that's how they work, podcasts. So they could have a break too. <laughs> Take a break if you want one. Don't if you don't. It's up to you. Sorry, I didn't have a good response. Well, there we go. We're back. So <laughs> the votes are in. Ooh. Yeah, thank you, Josh. I looked at you like expecting you to respond. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry, I just burped there. Really yeah, they're getting really casual, these yeah. outros, aren't they? Right. It's gonna, we're going to get like a weekend and you're going to be like, hey, if you want another vote, fuck off. Yeah. Well, right, right, let's do some results. So, last medium winner <laughs> is Chide. Who's that? The last medium our, our winner. Our fifth host, the last, Chide. The last medium winner is Chide. <laughs> I love that guy. Great. I wish he was in it more. Where's he from? Albania or like? No. Where is Albania? Albany. Um, <laughs> Albany. It's it's in Albany. Yeah, definitely. I don't know enough about geography to argue it's, this. Albania. Can't you see Albania from parts of Italy? I've got. It's around that area. No yeah, it's you not, can. Because it isn't Albany like Albany's a county in New York. In New York. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in either um, that because it's fucking not in <laughs> So Albania's near. Italy or somewhere like that. Anyway, it's irrelevant because in in last medium place we have George and Tash. Way <laughs> sorry guys. I'm high fiving someone who's not even here, making me the loneliest person in the world. It's all right, I'll get over it. Um, uh, and then in in second medium place, so technically you were third medium. Well, that's a little bit better. You were third place, so that's actually you're not last. You're third. Out of three. Out of three, sit so you last. Uh, I'm second to last. Also a second. Well done. So, that means that Chide won. And that means that Chide <laughs> won. And you won. That means that you won, Michael. Michael won. Oh my God, the heat is so hot in here. <laughs> right. Michael, you won. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, let's just break it down. Let's break it down for a second. Right. Michael, we're really proud of you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even saying anything. <laughs> Michael's the I'm, winner, everybody. I really hope it's so much cooler next week. Yeah, yeah. I do. I uh, like uh, it. Uh, well, well, thank you very much, guys. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna, for the sake of Katie's <laughs> mental health, cut the episode here. Thanks, everyone, guys. everyone, go home and have a cold shower and like stay hydrated out there. Yeah, um, he stroke kills, you know. <laughs> I don't know if it does, does it? Get one of those electronic thermometers, and if Katie's approaching you, just put it on her, <laughs> and if it's over about twenty-eight degrees, run. Yeah. It's no, normal body temperature. Yeah, body, degrees. Human body temperature is 37, isn't it? Or 36. Oh, fucking hell. So it didn't go over that in English? Oh. Less than English 101. <laughs> Less than one. Human body temperature. <laughs> Get out of here. Come back next week. Bye. Bye then. Goodbye. See you later. Goodbye. And thank you for listening to so We Don't Talk About, about Brexit. Brexit. Where we don't talk about Brexit. But we do expect a like and some stars. Yeah, we do talk about that. But no one ever gets this bit at the end anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> oh, just go crazy. Shout out one listener who got here. It's me. <laughs> <laughs>